Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So when these protesters are yelling freedom and enough, there are people within the administration who think they're saying freedom from rising COVID cases. Again, I would say that when people are out there in the streets protesting and complaining about the lack of access to uh, economic uh, prosperity, to the medical supplies they need, to a life they deserve to live, uh, that can take on a range of meetings. There's a global pandemic right now. What we really need to do at this point is to make vaccination the easy choice. It needs to be hard for people to remain unvaccinated. They have outsourced government ethics to an art dealer. She mentioned industry standards. It's an industry that's notorious for money laundering. This would be a perfect mechanism for funneling bribes to that president. You don't say, really? What are the chances that would ever happen? I don't think I like the. Uh, I don't think tenor. Hunter. I don't think Hunter would be involved no. in something like that. Some no. kind of uh, pay for play that is, scheme that seems unlikely. About no, he him. would not trade on influence ever in this White House. These people, a lot of holders for the Obama administration, are completely ethical. So out of transparency, and we talked about this last night, but out of in the spirit of transparency, uh, and that's, uh, what's his name, who we just heard, that's uh, Walt Schaub, former Obama ethics chief. He's not just buying the horse bleep that Jen Psaki tried to feed us a couple of days ago on this, saying that the way they're going to make sure that influence is not traded here for Hunter Biden is that Hunter one won't know the who's buying the art, mm-hmm. and the administration won't know. Right. So only the the vaunted pillar of ethics named the art dealer, he'll know. And so that way the administration won't Hunter won't know if somebody's trying to buy favor with his dad, by favor with his dad. And so. Out of full transparency, says Jen Psaki, they're not going to disclose any information that happens. And there's no way that somebody could communicate to Joe Biden that they that they just gave his son $500,000 outside of um, no, those. No, it's not like they could invite him over to their or, house or, or and send see an email, the piece of art hanging on the right, wall. Or send an email to anybody in the communication staff or have a go-between mention it whatsoever. I mean, it, they could literally... Take out an ad in a magazine saying that they bought Hunter Biden's art. We're just depending on this very weak firewall of the gallerist to keep it secret. And, and like, hopefully the influence buyer won't try to let them know. And it's complete, it's complete a gaslighting too. And let's, let's just play this again. This is what we played yesterday. But listen to the reporter's question in Saki's answer. Hunter Biden's artwork. Mm-hmm. Did the White House play any role in crafting the sales agreement with the New York Gallery? What was the question? Did the White House play any role in crafting the sales agreement with the New York Gallery? Good question. Um, to 
protect the uh, the purchasers or the ultimate purchasers' identity. Once again, what was the question? To protect the ultimate. Purchasers. What was the question, though? Um, did the, did White, the House? White House play any role in crafting the arrangement with the London or the, with the New York Gallery to protect the purchasers' identity? Correct. Well done, Alice. Let's okay. listen to the answer. Well, I can tell you that after careful consideration, a system has been established that allows for hundred. <laughs> I would say. What do you know? I went down on Christmas morning, and there were presents under the tree. What do you know? Walked downstairs this morning, and a, st- a system has been established. <laughs> it just self-established. It just um, it spawned a system. So, did the White House establish a system? A system has been established. It just has been established. I don't know. See, the world wasn't one before, so I don't know. I'm not saying we established it. I'm saying a system has been established. Biden to work in his profession within reasonable safeguards. Uh, of course, he has the right to pursue an artistic career. Why would this be a function of somebody's job at the White House? Why would this be a function? Whose job is it to make sure the son's art is sold in a way that doesn't influence? Whose job is it to make that system? And that system is to say, oh, you, gallerist, whoever you are, you're in charge of ethics. You're the, (laughs) uh, the inspector general. Of all the ethics happening here. Yeah, the legal counsel on ethics for Hunter Biden. Right. You are going to make sure that there's no influence made, uh, gestures made towards the president of the United States. Just make because sure Because somewhere not any- in Soho, you run a, uh, a shop that sells his idiotic paintings. <laughs> this is remarkable. This is remarkable just like any child of a president has the right to pursue a career uh, but all interactions regarding the selling of our yeah what happened by the way to chelsea clinton's quote unquote career to her profession working in that uh preeminent charity the clinton global initiative when hillary clinton was not elected president and so there was no more influence to be purchased mm-hmm. well did it go away the Clinton Global Initiative? Yes. Yeah, it did. And Chelsea's job went away, too. The whole thing went away. That's when she became like a political uh, pundit contributor person and stuff, too. That was short-lived, too. She's mm-hmm. not an overly talented person. <laughs> She's not talented like Hunter. But the whole thing, I mean, like, that's, yeah, that's exactly like any other president's kid. That's exactly the problem, right? Is because we have an issue with adult children. And I mean, my friends on the left all had an issue with adult children of presidents making a buck on their lineage for the past four years. But now apparently there is absolutely no problem. Hunter Biden's doing very serious art. Like that's not how, how dare you suggest it? Well, but now in the spirit of transparency, we're hiding the transactions, right? This old game is so damn obvious. I just wonder who gets it first. Who's going to get it first? Will it be Jonathan Th- Jonathan Swan? Uh, who will bust this wide open first? This is so... You know who it could be? Here's my... This is my theory. Okay. Someone in the vice president's office says, Hey, Tucker, this guy uh, just bought one of Biden's paintings. That's what's going to happen. This is so incredible. Yeah, especially the setting of prices uh, will be handled by a professional gallerist adhering to the highest industry standards and any offer. In fact, the- like we mentioned last night, that she's reading this total legalese means that they said we got a problem here and we better mm-hmm. make this thing bulletproof. The normal course would be rejected out of hand, and the gallerist yes. will not share information about buyers or prospective buyers, including their identities with Hunter Biden or the administration, which provides quite a level of protection and transparency. That's quite a level? Mm-hmm. What What is an offer outside the normal course for the painting of a recovering crack addict well, who has no artistic training? Well, like I said, they set the, the level, Alice. Course? Like I said yesterday, they set the level at 500000 so uh, five hundred thousand is not out of the realm. 
they planted these stories that somehow these could be worth thoughtful stories. Remember a month ago <laughs> saying his stuff could be worth like fifty to five hundred thousand. Yeah. You know, they plant they made this they planted these seeds out there, and mm-hmm. so now you know in, for our discourse, yeah, that's just about fair. That's about fair. This is I get the feeling they're going to be going for. Closer to 500 than 50. All right. Gallery owner is a private citizen who might not be privy to who might have some interests in purchasing this artwork. Is the White House doing anything to work with the owner to make sure um, there's not impropriety there when it is ultimately sold? Well, I think it would be challenging for an anonymous person who we don't know and Hunter Biden doesn't know to have influence. So that's a protection. Right. So, um, yes, it would be. But they're not going to have that problem because they're going to know. <laughs> they're going to know. It's going to be all Bob Alinsky's going to be involved again. Okay. Don't tell me that. Incredible. It, it isn't, so, so what they've done to try to show us how clean and uh, non-corrupt, uncorrupt Hunter Biden is and Joe Biden is now, mm-hmm. is that in front of us, they've set up a system for corruption. <laughs> right in front of that's like really simple now i didn't know before how i could influence joe biden <laughs> now i do well we don't have any money but if we did <laughs> i would know now everybody now knows you're gonna have some <laughs> looking art in, in <laughs> hanging behind some very powerful people very quickly it's remarkable to me so here's this guy listen to this this is horrifically devastating for these guys this is the guy on cnn who we just played um what was it uh walter schaub Mm -hmm. uh obama's guy ethics guy who just torpedoes this schaub is the former head of the office of government ethics under president obama uh walter thanks for being with us so some of those safeguards uh put in place are neither hunter biden nor the public will know who bid on or purchased the work and if there's unusual behavior, like the offer being too high, the collector doesn't appear to be interested, the gallery is expected to turn down the offer. He's laughing now. You don't think that's enough. Why? No. I mean, they have outsourced government ethics to an art dealer. She mentioned industry standards. It's an industry that's notorious for money laundering. There's no standards in that industry. And the idea that they're going to flag any overly priced offers well, this is art that hasn't even been juried into a community art sale. How is how are they going to decide what's unreasonable right. when they've already said. priced it in the range of seventy five thousand to five hundred thousand for a first outing? This is just preposterous and very disappointing. <laughs> and Walter, just explain why would the White House be the intermediary? That's a good question, CNN. Sale. I mean, I think that what Jen Psaki was saying was that they thought that this would be a way to head off any ethical concerns, but you're shaking your head. Yeah, they've absolutely made it worse for two reasons. One, what they've done is ensured that neither you nor I nor anyone watching this show will know who buys the art unless they share it publicly. But there's nothing that we can do to monitor to make sure that Hunter Biden or anyone in the White House doesn't find out that the dealer keeps his or her promise, that the buyers don't uh, call the White House, (laughs) ask for a meeting and say, hey, I just bought the president's son's art for $500,000. He's saying exactly what we were saying. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what we were saying judge whether or not they were getting preferential treatment. The problem is now they've set a precedent for the next president. And even if you happen to trust Joe Biden, what if the next president has the character of a Donald Trump? This would be a perfect mechanism for funneling bribes to that president. Walter, that's really interesting because those words that this is going to be. (laughs) Walter, that's really interesting. I sense that uh, Don Jr. is going to take up art. We're going to All be getting them. Instagram posts oh. of him at his Don easel Jr. with a very thoughtful expression on his face in front of a painting somebody else made and yes. told he's about to have a very impressive I, gallery show. I'm going to have a, a, a Baron original here. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? This is so crooked. It's so wonderful that they have busted them on this. That I, I, li- I love it because you know that Hunter's going to immediately start selling influence. Of course. Immediately. That's what he's done his whole It's the only thing right. he has ever done his whole life. Yes. That is his that Sell is his, his thing. father's influence. <sighs> so <sighs> back to CNN. This is Dr. Lena Webb. We, we didn't play this yesterday. Lena Webb, no. Lena Webb, okay. 
um, telling you that the vaccination process, if you're a holdout, is about to uh, get painful. What we really need to do at this point is to make vaccination the easy choice. It needs to be hard for people to remain unvaccinated. Right now, it's kind of the opposite. It's fine. I mean, it's easy if you're unvaccinated. You can do everything you want to do anyway. But at some point, these mandates by workplaces, by schools, I think it will be important to say, hey, you can opt out. But if you want to opt out, you have to sign these forms. You have to get twice weekly testing. Basically, we need to make getting vaccinated the easy choice. That is what it's going to take for us to actually end the pandemic. So obviously, she's a gross uh, bully. And, and they're all saying now, we need the mandates, we need the mandates, mandates, mandates to uh, for... Uh, herd immunity, whatever. Um, well, I'd like to know. Obviously, she's a monster. That's fine. But uh, so there are cases are going up. Yes. And uh, the new variant, you probably haven't heard. There's a Delta variant. That's very. Is it the Delta or the Delta Plus? Or oh, is that Delta one? Super Plus Ultra Delta variant. QBT Plus questioning pan. <laughs> Um, so, so my feeling on this analysis, I don't know if this sounds, sounds odd to you, but my feeling on this is, uh, who cares? Yeah. At this point, what do you want to do? If, if the half a country is willing to roll the dice on the vaccine, well then bond chance. You've been touting to us that 99.2% of the people who died of COVID in May were, unvaccinated so it seems like the vaccine is pretty darn effective mm-hmm. so if people don't want to get vaccinated at this point like okay that's on you it kind of sucks and like but that's that's the country we live in is we live in a country where we don't make people do things that only affect themselves you know like that's we we don't care if people want and they're not you know, spreading it to vaccinated people. If you want to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. If you don't, then don't. Like, end of discussion. I I mean, I think the vaccine seems like it's very safe and effective, and I would go for it. In particular, the mRNA ones, they did just announce that there is a slightly heightened risk of Guillain-Barre syndrome with uh, Johnson & Johnson today Mm -hmm. from the vaccine. But, I mean, like, even that, it's still so rare that it's, like, not that big a thing compared to the risks of COVID itself. So, I mean, like, up to you. You look at the facts. You take your chances. That's your life. And, like, go for it. But it's not, like, my fault then if you die from it. Like, what are, you're going to go make them get tested twice a week and make their life uncomfortable because they're risking their own lives? Like, it's not worth it. It's not worth the energy. It's not worth our taxpayer dollars. It doesn't affect anyone except them. And like, that's, that's it. I mean, like, I don't mind a little bit of a public messaging campaign, even though they're dumb. We do them with everything. Mm-hmm. Like, go out and get vaccinated. It's safe and fun. And you can make out with people again. Like, you know, that's what they do. And it, that's fine. But like, knocking on doors they're talking now politico just had a story that's reporting that they're going to um employ more fact-checking groups to more aggressively go after misinformation about vaccines over social media and text messages they're going to work with they're going to have the dnc the democratic national committee work with sms carriers that's text messaging to weed out vaccine disinformation in texts that's great. That's great. So we've gone from what else shall be weeded not. out quickly? I wonder. We're in your not going to messages. go. We're not going to go door to door trying to make you get vaccinated. How dare you suggest that that's possibly sinister? Meanwhile, for our next vaccination initiative, we're going to be checking up on your text messages and making sure you aren't saying anything negative about the vaccine over text. My goodness, my goodness. The Republicans have a victim complex. Uh, keep claiming that we're using intel services against them and that Tucker is lying about this. Like, yeah, we just need to see your text messages for this, that, or the other thing. You know, don't worry about it. We probably won't unmask you, probably. Maybe it's we'll fine. see. fine. We'll just check which Lego sets you bought recently and then we'll let you know. Speaking of that, And I... the FBI was tweeting yesterday to check up on your family members to make mm-hmm. sure they're not veering towards extremism. Like, screw you. Get out of my freaking life. And the Capitol Police, too. Did you see that story? But they're, get, they're going in every they're state. They're opening new offices across the country. Mm-hmm. The Capitol. Stay in the Capitol. Yes. Stay there. We don't need another intelligence agency. If the ones we have all suck, you're not going to 
solve any problems by adding another one. That like, means federal vehicles outside everywhere. Uh, oh, God. Come on. Go away. So speaking of that, Alice, mm-hmm. uh, you were on Jerry again today. Oh, yes, I was. Mm-hmm. So I think that the next time you're on. Okay. Because you did a good job producing today. Mm-hmm. Except the next time you're on, I think that you have to get involved in the conversation. More? Absolutely more. Absolutely. Don't let it's them Jerry's circle around. It's show. Mm. No, but when you you see, that's a good a good sign of a good producer. When you notice that the show at, at times isn't taking flight at times, any show, including this show, any show, mm-hmm. then everybody grabs a rifle and goes in. So I have changed from listening to today's. That is what I've decided. I thought okay. it was a fine show, but 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 you are equipped with as much knowledge about all of these things as anybody else. On. I just feel like if people want to hear me, they can go tune into my podcast or this podcast. But people tune into the Jerry Callahan podcast to hear Jerry Callahan. So no, but yeah, but you—you if he like asks me something or I feel like I can add something specific, then I do. I think but. you got to get in there because I think that you—he's uh, a guy who not only acts but reacts, so he can react to you more as well. Mm-hmm. And there are some areas where. Where if he's going over it and he's not, and he, he's not, you know, hitting pay dirt. Yeah. Where I think that you can, and you've got the stuff right there to do it. Okay. And to to be all in, and that was my take from today. I think you're very okay. dutiful and very good. And I, I love your voice on it, but I think there's areas where you're right, and it's in it's very tough for you because but like me and like turtle boy we're big loud fat idiots you know mm-hmm. so we're going to go in there and be blah, 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 blah. even though i too he he goes a long time without stopping so i too um you know find myself sometimes like uh, saying okay he's, he's still going he's still going he's doing his thing mm-hmm. but definitely try to get in there and and and, and fire it up a little bit but i just think like, like these the takes that you have right now mm-hmm. if you have takes you should throw the takes out there unless he tells you not to because well, if, I can ask him what his feedback is about it, well, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because, you know... Because it's his show, not yours. Well, well that's right. No, I know. But but I'm, my, my feeling is this, is that is that if there's not another guest in there, mm-hmm. then then the, then you fill the void. That's what I think. Okay. Are you mad at me? No. Yes, I you like, are. No, I like your feedback. I have another question, though. Yes. Which is, um, so you've listened to the last couple. What did you think about the sound production aspect? Because that was that's like one thing that I kind of n- don't necessarily mm-hmm. exactly know what I'm doing, except what okay. I've like, picked I have up on criticisms on this. Okay, I yes, the, I want to know. I thought the sound that was level was was lovely and mixed. Well, the only thing I would have changed is perhaps a these his intro would have been a pinch higher, louder, like p- p- pinch louder. Okay, intro music. And the other thing the was intro music. Intro music. Oh, okay. And the other thing was, and this is from doing a lot of multi track. And I'm really nitpicking here. Nobody okay. notices this stuff, but only me. Okay. I thought it. I thought it sounds nice and crisp and clean. So something you're doing is wonderful, there. But the only other thing is, and this is tiny. And people are gonna think I'm a jerk for saying this. I, I want to know. Um. Um. Is that when he finishes his intro? Mm-hmm. It should be seamless. The last word of his intro, that's where the music should start. Okay. It should not be last word of his intro, nanosecond, then music. Hmm. It should go right. The moment he's hitting that last thing, boom, that music's starting. Which is just something that it, that, that, I, that I've been doing forever. Just that, that this is a tiny thing, mm-hmm. but something to me that that I heard that I would that it was just there a was nano- a little hesitation with just the timing, a, just a tiny bit. So okay. the waveforms, you know, you and I look at waveforms. I think yeah. that's how you do it in that, mm-hmm. right? Yep. The waveforms should be should cross a tiny little nub for a moment. You know, when I when I play this stuff or I play those little news montages or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's got five seconds of like, a, a, you know, bad news in Glastonbury this morning. It looks like crime is happening, uh, uh, spiking again, on again, and the second half of the word again, that music has started. So, uh, and the only other thing is, and I know you know this, mm-hmm. is um, 
Should I stop talking? Am I in trouble? No, I was looking at other compliments about my performance today on Twitter that somebody was tweeting at me at no, the no. same time. Uh, no, I think you did a job. I just know you. So and and so and unlike last time when those guys were together, so it was two mm-hmm. and they didn't. Today, I thought that that it, that would have been that you could have grabbed a gun and gone and run gone to the front line mm-hmm. a little bit with them. Although once again, you had your role as a producer, right? But um. But the only other thing is, and I know that you're going to know this, is to to try to be more Johnny on the spot with the with the video mm-hmm. they wanted because today he wanted the Biden Joe. Uh, um, yeah, but I didn't know that before. No, I know. I went and uh, got that uh, video off. Twitter. I know, I know, and I know that you got to go find it. You got to make sure there's not pre-roll. You got to do whatever, feed it into the thing and whatever. Like yeah. that. But it's just something to keep in mind. I don't know how that looks and how to do it, mm-hmm. but it, it was out of the blue. But yeah. so then that's well, I had you, to download the video and then upload right. it. Into no, the I know. Player. I know. Right. So so that's the thing to. Yeah. No, I don't even was... know how you'd call that. See, you also don't have the advantage of having been the producer when that first came out. So Cullinane's got that sitting in his hard drive right, somewhere. On the folder. Right. Already. Right, already. So it's right there for him. So it's mm-hmm. unfair. So it's tough because then that puts you in a tough position of him having moved on from that right. and then dropping it so because and i've been the producer and i know exactly how that feels but i thought you i do, segued a little bit back to you, it in an okay way uh yes you did and also it it was all the whole conversation was kind of related as well because mm-hmm. it was him doddering and him and kamala and this and that etc but um but that's it i i, I thought the the it's funny i thought that the audio quality was so good that it made me wonder if I should be compressing this all the time. This is very inside. Do you not it. compress ours all the time? I do. I compress oh, okay. it all the time. Oh. But you, oh, what was yours compressed? Yeah, I did compress it under a broadcast. Um, I just did whatever was the default settings under multiband compressor. Well, that's great. Well, maybe I and should I do did. That. If stuff seemed like it was off, like the ads or whatever, mm-hmm. in terms, I amplified things that seemed like they were low compared to other stuff a little bit. Post compression so or before I amplified first okay. and then compressed. I don't know if that's good or bad, but it seems intuitively like the order that made yeah. sense to well, me. Well, I, th- I really thought that the sound was sounded very, very clear and crisp. I definitely could tell the the difference, um, but that was it. But that was it, I, and I, um, yeah, that was it. Because you know what? Because I know you too, and I'm like, <laughs> man, you could you could be right up there, right up there doing stuff. But once again, I know that you're also being a dutiful p- producer. Mm-hmm. The other thing I was thinking is that I want to grab more comments off the live feed. Oh God, that, because that's that, helpful. That's to what him. another thing I was going to say. But and but that's like another sort of thing to pop back and forth between, right. and I can't always be looking at it. So I sometimes I want to get better at that though, because I feel like the, that's something I could do. At the, at another observation I made as I was taking my walk while a goose was trying to bite me mm-hmm. today tonight. Um, yes, is that that was welcome and cool, and that was something that gives him. That Feedback gives you balls to pitch at him it. that he can mm-hmm. hit, mm-hmm. you know. Totally, totally. That's that is a good one. That was good. Definitely more, more of that. I thought it was good. Um, but um, so yes, and actually, I was going to. So bring now this- that we've broken down someone else's podcast behind their back, totally. Which, no, what? what do you mean, Jerry's? Yeah. No, I haven't. I didn't. No, but this I just- podcast. I was just listening to the small things. Believe me. Mm-hmm. I could listen to any one of mine that I do afterwards, and I do constantly. And I'm like, God, what did I do there? 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 Believe me, no, no, this is not. It's not being critical. I love Jerry's podcast. I want to be on it, but you know, I've been in the business a little bit. I know a little bit about. No, I know. I just was interested. But I was. I was also going to do this off the air. But then, actually, this is really helpful to do it right on the air because that way I've saved a unit of time. So that is good. People should listen to that the podcast today, and. A lot of Lego-centric stuff, which I think is great, because that's something that you can riff on forever. The fact that we've got a government now who has put into evidence somebody's Lego uh, collection. and, and, and the, It's unbelievable. The, yeah. And also, I was in, I, when you mentioned that adults do Legos, it's like, I, I would delve deeper into that, too. Oh, we got a lot of comments on the live feed a month on, too. People were very into that topic, actually. 
because people were talking about stuff and this is the real stuff but there were a whole bunch of people talking about how much money they've blown on Lego sets for their kids and how expensive they are people were saying that they like could have paid their kids college with the number of Legos they have now sitting in big Tupperware bins in their basement I can't believe people are doing this and of course we have them too I, I don't I don't want them in my house anymore I would like this thief to come and steal them all because they drive me crazy we don't buy the really high end we don't buy the multiple hundreds of dollar ones I don't get the ones that are like a huge like uh, spaceship from the Avengers that are $400 that the kids put together once and put them in their rooms and no adults put them together yeah or sometimes like I did see that one family from the town we used to live in on Facebook and they had they bought the $600-$700 Harry Potter Diagon Alley mega set and put it together as a family which made me mad at them okay okay (laughs) so i want to get to something else that we talked about today together that we talked about wrongly we talk about rewriting history let's talk about rewriting history we've got republican governors across this country pretending they didn't shut down their states that they didn't close their beaches that they didn't mandate masks that they didn't issue issue shelter in places. Now, I'm not picking fights with Republican governors. All I'm saying is that we need leaders with grit, that their first instinct is to make the right decision, that they don't backtrack and then try to fool you into the fact that they never made the wrong decision. So demand... So you mentioned this today and kind of outlined it for me. So she had issued an apology. Well, That's hold what on. I noticed. But, yeah. but we and I talked about it, mm-hmm. and we mentioned like I was thinking Charlie Baker, mm-hmm. but I subsequently found out that she was targeting DeSantis. That was all I mean, about that DeSantis. Makes sense. But- my moles from the. Um, Commentary Magazine all said, mm-hmm. yeah, this is an absolute blatant hit at DeSantis because she's he jealous that he's getting attention. Right. And, he, right, and they're both running for president and she's right. trying to take shots at him right now. And because he did kind of shut down. Really, he told businesses they could do what they want. But, um, it, but and it's a cheap shot because there's four people in her state and Florida's a huge state. I mean, her state also, though, by the way. I mean, just in terms of raw numbers of, like, deaths per number of people is very high and near the top, and Florida is not, even though they have a very old population and her state doesn't. So, I mean, like, I think, I mean, on the lockdown thing, like, obviously now I'm anti, like, mask and lockdown, but I also think there was a moment at the beginning of this thing when Mm -hmm. it made sense to take certain protective measures, right? And he protected his nursing homes, which was a really big deal. Like, so, you know, because at that point we didn't have tests. We didn't have any treatments that we knew worked. In fact, the treatments that we thought worked at the time, like ventilators, were the wrong thing to be doing. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But you're right. We were thinking she was leaning more towards mm-hmm. the like squish Republican totally, governors, like, like Larry Baker Hogan, and Baker. Hogan. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, she did like issue some apology and say like, oh, I don't like. I wasn't trying to criticize governors in particular. I was just like talking about leadership in general or whatever, which that was what bothered me more than like who in particular she's going after is like. If you're going to start shooting people, then just own it. You know what? Like, oh, totally, don't like. Totally. And it reminds me of the trans bill thing when she like went for it. And then she was like, mm, no, I don't know. Like, I, and her reasons, I guess, like could be argued, but it's just sort of like you can't have it both ways a little bit. Yeah. It seems you know like what I mean? Like, if you're going to go after Ron DeSantis, then now you have to be enemies with Ron DeSantis. You can't. Right. Go after Ron DeSantis and then pretend you didn't or like he wouldn't find out about it because it, you were on TV. He was probably at the event. Everyone knows. So, what I mean. And you're right. I think that's a, that's a weak look. If you're going to act like if you're going to have the veneer of a tough guy, kind of like Kamala Harris. If you're going to have a veneer of a tough guy, then you better back it up. Better not equivocate. You, it just seems totally low rent if you do. And somebody like DeSantis, the party right now is in love with Ron DeSantis. Right. So suck up to him. Don't try and right. take him down. Right. I mean, like, didn't you learn that with Trump? I don't know. But yeah, so South Dakota in deaths per million population is 10th and Florida is 26th. And that's not age adjusted. Wow. So, like, you can argue with Ron DeSantis a lot, but the, he 
I mean, just in terms of like how many people died, he did a lot better. South Dakota, in fact, did like really not that well because they didn't even have that initial really bad first wave. That was all like since that, you know? Right. They're not one of these northeastern states where we had that. That's all the the top, top ones are New Jersey, New York, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, those guys. So, um, <sighs> so. So I like her. I think she's telegenic, to say the least. I like her too, but I it rubbed me the wrong way. I don't think like I know that you're a huge uh, Lauren Bobert fan, Ugh. but this whole I'm a kick-ass gal with a pink gun and a cowboy hat stuff for me with the Republican women, I'm over it. I'm, I'm sort. Of, I mean, I still find it sexy, I guess. But so I'm. But but it's it's not really original in the 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 the. The presentation of that, I'm uh, maybe it's because we live in the Northeast and it's just not the kind of thing we do. But I mean, I appreciate some, but I don't. I get it. Okay, I get it. It doesn't necessarily like. I don't have a problem with it per se in and of itself, but the way it gets done sometimes uh, seems a little fake. Yeah, like it seems put on for show, and like Madison Cawthorn, same thing. Oof. Like, he's the male version of that, though. Yes. You know who he is. He's, well, yeah, he's also got some Kamala, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy loves, loves making history references and has zero accurate information. <laughs> it's incredible. There's not a rake this guy doesn't, uh, I was going to say step on, which is not what I should say. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't drive over. Right. <laughs> Let's just get away from this metaphor completely, Alice. It's not getting any more comfortable. Anyway, I appreciate he's a very good-looking young man. He I is. I just wish that, you know, just just stand there and be good-looking. Okay, Madison? You, no... Do what and be good-looking? Oh, damn. <laughs> uh, stand up, Chuck. Oh, they're standing up for you now, Chuck. That's who I am. Tom Biden here. <laughs> I work as a as a an uh, art dealer. Uh, okay, back to Gensaki and um, in the Cuban situation. There's every indication. Oh no no no! We'll start right here. Cuba, you're talking today about how some of these protests are inspired by people exhausted with the government. Why is it that yesterday the State Department was saying that this was all happening uh, out of concern about rising COVID cases? Well, I would say first that the protests were just happening yesterday. We're still assessing uh, what is... uh, Well, but the State Department made their evaluation yesterday of what was going on. Mm -hmm. I was too early to know. Well, then why did they know? Motivating and, of course, and driving all of the individuals who came to the streets. But we know that when we say exhaustion, the the manner by which the people of Cuba are governed, that can cover a range of issues, whether it's uh, economic suppression, media suppression, lack of uh, access to health and medical supplies, including vaccines. There are a range of reasons and, and voices we're hearing from people on the ground who are protesting. So when these protesters are yelling freedom and enough, there are people within the administration who think they're saying freedom from rising COVID cases. Again, I would say that when people are out there in the streets protesting and complaining about the lack of access to uh, economic uh, prosperity, to the medical supplies they need, to a life they deserve to live, uh, that can take on a range of meetings. There's a global pandemic right now. Most people in that country don't have access to vaccines. That certainly is something we'd love to help with. But wait, honey, I thought they had such a wonderful health care system and we're doing so well with COVID because of their amazing universal health care. Mm-hmm. And with their amazing biotech industry, they had developed multiple vaccine candidates, including several with uh, efficacy over 90 percent like our vaccines. You know, I, I mean, I don't. I thought they were doing really well with COVID. That's what I had been told. But apparently not. Apparently they managed the COVID Right into total poverty and disaster for their entire population because people apparently have no food, have no ability to get medical care, and don't have any vaccines. Other than the so, food and medical care and vaccines, Alice, mm-hmm. it's a perfect, perfect uh, society. But maybe it's our embargo. That's probably what that's it is. right. Trump did it. He Trump did it by because he wouldn't mm-hmm. shake hands with Raul Castro. Well, um, Obama went to a baseball game with him. 
Oh, what a time that would be. I think to lay out the moral case for why denying the right to vote is a form of suppression and a form of silencing, and how he will use, he will redouble his commitment to use... This is about, I should have waited on this mm-hmm. one, this is about Biden talking tomorrow, so he's going to tell the world that uh, Jim Eagle is happening, mm-hmm. and it's uh, everywhere, and he's going to tell uh, black people, Native Americans, and Asians, and um, Latinx people mm-hmm. that uh, that the... Um, the white nobility is uh, stealing elections from them and that they're disenfranchised by haters and racism. Very healthy. Using every tool at his disposal to continue to fight to protect the fundamental right of Americans to vote against the onslaught of voter suppression laws based on a dangerous and discredited conspiracy theory. Voter suppression laws. Mm-hmm. That yep. culminated in assault on our capital. He'll call out the greatest irony of the... This is wonderful that she's tying this to the Capitol, tied to white supremacy. You see, it's all tied. Mm-hmm. With the, these people are psychotic. So speaking of voter suppression bills, Texas, as you know, has been in the process of trying to pass a voter suppression bill. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you remember when uh, Scott Walker was trying to pass the union stuff yep. in Wisconsin and they all fled the state and were like hiding out in a hotel, all the Democrats? Yes, they went to Rockport, Illinois. To break quorum. Uh, Rock, uh, Jim Rockford. Rockford the Texas Illinois. Democrats. Are breaking <laughs> are breaking quorum to save our democracy, honey. They they're taking steps. So if they they have to leave the state, actually. So if they stay within the state, law enforcement can go get them and make them show up to do a quorum. They're not allowed to just on purpose not have a quorum. So um, they have gotten themselves all into a chartered plane with no masks on. They've been tweeting out pictures of themselves. They're all in the charter plane together. There were cases of Miller lights in the plane oh, with beautiful, them. Beautiful. With them. Here's what one state rep tweeted. My Democratic colleagues and I are leaving the state to break quorum and kill the Texas voter suppression bill. We're flying to D.C. to demand Congress pass the For the People Act and save our democracy. Good trouble. Oh, my God. Wait, oh wait, God. we're not done. That was four hours ago, but just two hours ago, he tweeted, just landed in Memphis on our way to D.C. Thank y'all for your well wishes. We left, <laughs> sorry, we left behind our families, our livelihoods, and our beloved Texas. <laughs> oh, my God. My God. How many Miller Lite empties are there in the aisles? A lot. But our sacrifice is nothing. <laughs> Compared to the sacrifices brave Americans have made throughout history to protect the sacred right to vote. Oh, my God. <laughs> what patriots. This is incredible. Oh, geez. You know what? Okay, we need to wave motion gun wherever you are from the uh, Argo right now in space. You need to destroy this planet. We need to this planet. This experiment <laughs> is over. This planet needs to be destroyed. The big lie is that no election in the our big history has met such a high standard. With They've all branded it. They all use it. Democrats use it. The media use it. Dummies use it. Callers I get on TIC get doing it. like Nazi. Yeah, like, no, no, no. That's it's been overwritten now. This is the new big lie. This is the big lie. And it's funny they're using a term, a, a Goebbels term, mm-hmm. in the same way Goebbels used it. They think that they're labeling what Trump did, right? The big lie, but no, what they're doing is mirroring the big lie, including scapegoating an entire demographic of human beings. Great right. party, great party! Congratulations, Democrats. That is great for you. Now about those troublesome flags in Cuba. Mm. Recently, the New York Times described the American flag as alienating the sun, but we've seen. Um, these Cuban protesters uh, flying the American flag as a symbol for freedom. We saw it in Hong Kong as well. Um, so does the administration support international protesters flying the American flag? And what message do you have to Americans who are wary of flying it here in the U.S.? Well, I would say first, uh, the, the president certainly values and respects uh, the, uh, the uh, symbol, symbol of the American flag. Uh, he's someone who uh, certainly uh, waves it outside of his uh, house or ha- does in Delaware and, and other places where he's lived uh, throughout his time. Uh, but he also believes that people have the right to peaceful protests, and he thinks both can be true. <sighs> Biden did, after a day of silence, did come out with 
a uh, strong, fairly strong statement on Cuba today. Just, mm-hmm. you know, serviceable. He didn't. I had a, a uh, guest on the other radio show today to, that said that uh, he at no point did he bring up Marxism or communism there. And uh, why do we think that is? Because he doesn't want to piss off all the Marxists and communists who voted for him. Well, and uh, who are work at the Capitol, including AOC and Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. and all those other folks. He just submitted those words. Imagine having a president. Imagine President DeSantis, what he would, the targeted language he would use. Because mm-hmm. this guy, this punk president of Mexico, I forgot his last name. He's telling people to get in the streets and beat down protesters. Right. I mean, this guy, these guys are the the Cuban authoritarian government is vicious. I mean, I've seen reports that they're just shooting people. At yeah, this point. I've seen. And what people to- they take alive are just going to rot in prisons forever. Now, right? Like that's like it. It's sort of like trite that we share the videos where they're saying freedom and waving the American flag, but those people might never be seen alive again that are doing yes. that. There, I mean, like there when you marched like that. That's serious. Like, the trouble that you get in is different than the trouble you get in Is that in good here. trouble? Is that like the people in that plane right now? Is that the same? They're in the same to... amount of danger, I would say. Miller lights. Cases of Miller lights. <sighs> Their sacrifices is somebody, nothing. I think the... please, somebody spied a Miller light in this show, Alice. Oh, a no, Miller, High, a Miller Life. High Life. That's right. That was the champagne of beers I had. It. I think there's one left. In the house. Not for long, though, Albie. Um, and that's uh, the rest of the story. Anything else? Um, just that in London, at a library in London, they had a very innovative children's literacy hour, uh, I guess, kind of so inspired by kink. Drag Queen Story oh, Hour, um, in which a, a person in a rainbow monkey costume with a bare butt on it when he turned around, I don't around, like monkeys, or especially bare-butted monkeys. What about rainbow bare-butted monkeys? Mm, I'll give an exception. What about rainbow bare-butted monkeys with a giant dildo dangling between their legs that bounces around when they <laughs> dance around to teach the kids is that not, literacy? Is, is that not child-appropriate? I don't know. <laughs> What's incredible is that so, like the library and stuff did eventually apologize when there was like, I don't see huge, why. huge outrage. But it's incredible that nobody, like at the time, was like, "This isn't what we thought Are we, we sure? were." I mean, like, the more it hurts us as parents, the more noble we must be. Hang in there, little Johnny. Try not to avert your eyes. <laughs> well, I think like the parents did complain, but I can't believe like the library staff wasn't like. Is this really what we ordered? <laughs> like, should we? Um... Is this the traditional role of libraries? Should I be shushing somebody with that? It used to be a library thing. Wow, I'll tell you. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Learn to read programs have changed a lot. I would say in the last few years. I don't know. They're different now. Ah, uh, Alice. Times have changed. <laughs> I guess Times so. Times have changed, I believe. Although that is how I remember the library when I was <laughs> a, uh, a kid. Explains a lot about you, to be honest. Yes, it does. Glad you're here so we can get this all straightened out. Would you like a cup of tea? You got any coffee? Coffee? Yeah, coffee. No, I don't drink coffee. Yeah, you don't drink coffee? How about instant coffee? No, I don't have... You don't have any instant coffee? <laughs> well, I don't normally... Who doesn't have instant coffee? I don't. Of course, this is Mr. Bookman from Seinfeld. You know this, right, Alice? Uh, I don't Alice? know that I do. Alice? Uh, Alice? Was this a library thing where the book is gone? Yes. The inspector or whatever? Yes. Okay, I do remember that episode. Yes, we remember okay. this episode, okay, I Alice. Or, or we are, you know what? <laughs> That's divorce worthy right there. Sorry, I did remember it eventually. Okay. You buy a jar of Folgers crystals, you put it in a cupboard, you forget about it. And later on, when you need it, it's there. It lasts forever. It's freeze dried. Freeze dried crystals. <laughs> freeze dried crystals. Really? I have to remember that. You took this book out in 1971. Yes, and I returned it in 1971. Yeah, 71. That was my first year on the job. Bad year for libraries. Bad year for America. Hippies burning library cards. Abby Huffman telling everybody to steal books. I don't judge a man by the length of his hair or the kind of music he listens to. Rock was never my bag. But you put on a pair of shoes when you walk into the New York Public Library, fella. Look, Mr. Bookman. 
I, I returned that book. I remember it very specifically. You're a comedian. You make people laugh. I try. You think this is all a big joke, don't you? <laughs> no, I don't. I saw you on TV once. I remembered your name from my list. I looked it up. Sure enough, it checked out. You think because you're a celebrity that somehow the law doesn't apply to you, that you're above the law? Certainly not. Well, let me tell you something funny, boy. <laughs> you know that little stamp? The one that says New York Public Library? Well, that may not mean anything to you, but that means a lot to me. One whole hell of a lot. Sure, go ahead, laugh if you want to. I've seen your type before. Flashy, making the scene, flaunting convention. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. What's this guy making such a big stink about all library books? Well, let me give you a hint, Junior. Maybe you can live without libraries, people like you and me, maybe. You'd sure, be a good library cop. to change the world. <laughs> what about that kid sitting down, opening a book right now in a branch of the local library and finding drawings of peepees and wee-wees? I agree with that. cat in the hat and the five Chinese brothers. Doesn't he deserve better? Look, if you think this is about overdue fines and missing books, you better think again. This is about that kid's right to read a book without getting his mind warped. Or... Maybe that turns you on, Seinfeld. Maybe that's how you get your kicks. You and your good time buddies. Well, Seinfeld is barely keeping his composure during this episode. A flash for you, joy boy. Party time is over. You got seven days, Seinfeld. That is one week. Find us on Twitter at Burn Barrel Pod, Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast. We are also at uh, BurnBarrelPodcast.com. You can send us an email, BurnBarrelPodcast at gmail.com. We're on YouTube, Tom Shaddock's Burn Barrel over there. We're on Parlor and Gab at Burn Barrel Podcast. You can find us all those places. Leave us a review. Leave us a comment. All those good things. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years. Years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.